Welcome to Recloseted Radio. This is a podcast for sustainable fashion conversations. Whether you're a consumer or a sustainable fashion brand owner, we have a lot of resources just for you. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you and equip you with the knowledge to help right the harmful fashion industry. Without any further ado, let's get into it. My number one pet peeve, when someone tells me that being a sustainable or conscious fashion consumer is too expensive or just for people that have bad style or are hippie. This episode is brought to you by the Recloseted Handbook, Your Sustainable Fashion Guide, an ebook and blueprint that we put together showing you how to be a stylish, conscious clothing consumer. When I realized my awful clothing choices had such a negative impact on the environment, I was devastated. I went on a frenzy. I did 10,000 plus hours of research. I interviewed industry professionals. I tested a variety of methods to curb my shopping addiction. And the next thing I knew, I had written the Recloseted Handbook, a complete guide on how to become a stylish, conscious clothing consumer. It's honestly what I wish I had when I first started my slow fashion journey. And I'm glad that there's this resource now that I can share with you. In the handbook, there are six sections, and I'm just going to quickly over them. So in the first section, we talk about fashion's dirty secrets. You learn the heartbreaking truth behind the garments we wear and just the garment industry in general. In section two, we talk about mastering your style because it's really important to pinpoint your lifestyle and what you need because your wardrobe just needs to fit your lifestyle and you don't need hundreds and hundreds of clothes. So we master your style in section two. In section three, we talk about decluttering your closet. So making room and ensuring that everything in your closet has space and is well-loved and utilized. And then for things that aren't, where to put it so that it doesn't end up in the landfill. In section four, we talk about maintaining your wardrobe. So with the clothes that you wear and you love, how do you take care of them so that you can extend the life? We talk about washing habits, how to organize things, and just a bunch of other things that really help you maintain your wardrobe. In section five, we talk about sustainable fashion shopping. So you can discover our list of approved brands that we support. And then I'll also teach you about thrifting and other secondhand methods as well. And last but not least, section six is fun. We do a capsule lookbook inspiration to really show you that you don't need a lot of clothes to be able to make a lot of different outfits. To get a free preview of this ebook and to find out more information, you can visit www.recloset.com forward slash handbook. The link will also be in the show notes and you can use code podcast, which is just P-O-D-C-A-S-T for 10% off the handbook. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned how my pet peeve is when people say that sustainable fashion or being a conscious fashion consumer is too expensive and for people that have bad style or are hippie. And I'm going to address those two myths and debunk them right now because it makes me so frustrated whenever I hear it. So let's talk about the fact that sustainable fashion can be expensive. I agree with it, but I do think that conscious fashion is still accessible to the masses. And here's how. The first thing you can do is buy less clothing. In episode four of Recloseted Radio, I talked about stomping the shopping addiction and how to get over the buying habits and replace it with other things that aren't buying clothing and impulse shopping and retail therapying yourself better. So if you want to learn more about that, check out episode four of Recloseted Radio. 
I also want you to really look into potentially adopting a concept of minimalism where every single item and article of clothing in your wardrobe adds value to your life, brings you joy, and has a purpose. It's so important not to buy just for the sake of buying. You want to make sure you genuinely love and need what you're about to bring into your wardrobe and your life. So the first thing you can do is buy less. And that's not expensive at all. That's actually going to save you money if you really think through what you're buying and really make sure you're buying high quality items. The second thing you can do is thrift or shop secondhand. And I know right now, like in the midst of COVID-19, it's not the greatest time to do that. But for when things get back to normal, I definitely do think that this is an option for you. In episode 10 of Recloseted Radio, I give you tips about how to effectively thrift and shop secondhand because I know for people just starting out, it can feel a little bit daunting and you don't really know how to approach it. So make sure you listen to that episode because I give you a lot of nuggets there. But in terms of thrifting, like people might think that it's all about used clothes, all the stuff isn't really trendy anymore, but I actually think it couldn't be further from the case because Nowadays, people tend to shop at really, really similar retailers. Everyone's kind of copying each other's style in terms of the fashion brands. And so if you want to stand out and have some sort of personal style that's really different and unique and really speaks to you, thrifting could be a really cool opportunity because it's not something that anyone else will have. You're also extending the life of a garment, which is amazing. And you can really, really do a lot of good with that because, again, someone may not have the same garment as you and you're also not going out to buying something new, which, you know, used materials, had carbon to ship and all that stuff. So thrifting is really just a great way to go about it. And thrifting pieces is generally quite cheap. It's usually a lot more affordable than going out and buying new. So this is another way you can get to be more sustainable at a more accessible manner that isn't a $300 sweater or something like that, you know? So make sure you take advantage of thrifting and secondhand shopping. And adding on to that, there's also things like clothing swaps that you may be able to go to and literally get clothes for free or exchange things that you're not wearing in your wardrobe for something that someone else isn't wearing. And you guys can kind of share your wardrobes, which I think is really cool. An additional thing you could do is for special occasions like a wedding or a Christmas party. I mean, like we're not going to those events right now, but let's just pretend that things are better and we're back to normal. You know, in the future, when you have one of those special occasion events and you feel like you don't want to wear the same thing you already have in your wardrobe, what you can do is borrow from a friend, borrow from a family member and see if they have any dresses or skirts or tops that you may want to borrow. You may want to try and wear for your event. Or you can also try renting. Like it could be really cool to go onto a site like Rent the Runway or one of those other sites where you rent like a designer dress or one of those more statement dresses that maybe you wouldn't really want to invest in normally, right? Because typically girls like to invest in like black dresses I can wear for multiple times but maybe you can rent something with sequins all over it or you can rent something that's a crazy color that you've never worn you can look into that and then that way after you rent it you send it back someone else gets to use it as well so that can be a really really great way to combat that and last but not least if you do want to invest in a sustainable piece I will agree with you that typically prices are higher but I do want to kind of help you rejig your mentality because I think all of us have really become conditioned to expecting a t-shirt to be $5 or a cardigan to be $15 or a pair of jeans to be $30 or $50 or whatever, right? 
I think fast fashion brands have really conditioned us to expect prices to be super, super, super cheap. The reality is, if your T-shirt is five dollars, what is the true cost behind it, right? Because the retailer probably took a cut, the manufacturer slash the brand took a cut. So the garment worker, that person that actually sewed or maybe put together your T-shirt, how much did they get? Did they get a living wage? Or heck, did they even get a minimum wage? Right? Like it's really important to think about that. And so, you know, t-shirts shouldn't be five dollars. We should be paying more, and you should feel good paying more and investing in something that is aligned with your values, that you can feel proud wearing and representing, and feel comfortable having on your skin. And so, when you do want to invest in a sustainable fashion brand, I would say there's a couple things, and I talk about this throughout this podcast. And when I say this podcast, I mean just generally in Recloseted Radio. This is a concept I've talked about before, which is cost per wear. So even if a sweater is one hundred fifty dollars or two hundred dollars, but you know you love it and it's gonna last a long time because it was high quality and made with love and just good materials, maybe you'll wear it two hundred times and then your cost per wear is like a dollar. Whereas if you go to a fast fashion brand and you buy a sweater for thirty dollars and you decide you're only gonna wear it twice because you like don't really love it and you're just buying it for the sake of buying it, your cost per wear is fifteen dollars. So it actually is a better investment for you to buy that two hundred dollars sweater, invest your money smartly, versus buying like ten of these thirty dollars sweaters that you're only going to wear twice. And it's definitely more sustainable and more conscious for you to pick quality over quantity. So that was my little mini rant on the fact that people say sustainable fashion or conscious fashion is expensive. Yes, I agree with you. You may be spending more if you're going to buy from a slow fashion brand that actually pays their workers a living wage, uses good materials that aren't like made out of chemicals that are harmful for you. But at the end of the day, you want to invest, right, in quality over quantity. And there are other more accessible ways you can be conscious too: by buying less and by thrifting, going to clothing swaps, and renting. So there's no excuse really not to try it. It's accessible to anyone with any kind of budgets. So there's no excuse not to try. Okay, and to address the part where people say that sustainable fashion is kind of like for people that have bad style or it's hippie, I will kind of agree and say that before sustainable fashion really took off, which I think it is now in the last couple of years, which is so amazing. But before it did become as popular as it's becoming, I do agree that mainly athleisure brands were coming out with sustainable items. So Patagonia did sustainability before sustainability was even cool, right? And they're kind of an athleisure brand, and they're amazing, and I love them. But there wasn't a lot of girly brands or boho chic brands or business casual brands that really took sustainability into account. But now there are. There's so many cute and stylish brands that are adopting more sustainable practices. In the handbook, I list a whole slew of them, so you can shop from them no matter what your style is, because I think there's now options and choices for everyone. And I think it's really important to discover your personal style. Like I don't want you, and I don't think you want to just kind of follow and copy everyone else. You want to try to find inspiration on Instagram, YouTube, or Pinterest, and really have clothes for your lifestyle. And so that's really a big portion of what the handbook teaches you. And just always remember that you can always thrift and be different, like I talked about. You can upcycle and downcycle your clothes, which I talk about in the handbook. 
And honestly, at the end of the day, like you just got to put in the effort and just really commit to sustainable fashion because it's going to take a bit of effort, right, to go and thrift and like look through things and upcycle and downcycle your clothes. But I think that it is so, so, so important and we owe it to Mother Nature and to everyone else that's starting to become more sustainable because we're all in it together and we will all get there. I guess like today's podcast episode is a bit of a rant, but I hope you guys liked it. Let me know if you have any other things to say when people tell you that like sustainable fashion is inaccessible, it's expensive, or it's for hippies. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can share them with me on Instagram. We are at Recloseted. Or you can also send us a note at hey at Recloseted.com. And don't forget, if you want to check out our handbook and download a free preview, you can do so at www.recloseted.com forward slash handbook and make sure you use code podcast for 10% off. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you have anything to add on, make sure you take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, let us know what you would add on or what else you have to say to people that say that sustainable fashion is inaccessible and you know, et cetera, et cetera. We would love to see. You can tag us at Recloseted. We'll repost you and we'll get a sit- we'll get a discussion going and a debate going, which I think is so fun and so needed right now. Already, make sure you subscribe and give us five stars if you think we deserve it. It really helps us get found and then we can spread this movement and this message to more and more people. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I will be back again next Thursday and together... Let's write the harmful fashion industry.